0: Ollie, hello. The timer is underway.
1: Oh, not again. Just have enough of this, Seth. Come on, man, we need to, <clears throat> oh, we need to get our acting gear. 10 minutes. Ten not minutes. very long. We've got to, got to work hard for this one. Yes, and I've got to pronounce things right. <laughs> we don't talk about that, Seth, come on. That's what editing is for. Yes. <laughs> so, this
0: is the uh, the Rachel Ho Flint Trophy special. We're going to be doing one of these every week the cricket has just been amazing. There's just so much cricket on. We're sorry we didn't mention it on Saturday or Sunday, but we have decided to take this format where we do a special episode where we can focus wholly and fully on the Rachel Hayhoe Flint Trophy action from the weekend. So without further ado, firstly, Ollie, how
1: are you doing? Thank you. Yes, I'm also here. (laughs) Uh, We are doing very well, very excited to work through what has been an amazing week of it's not so it's not surprising at all but a great week of uh of of cricket and as i say that the tick tock clock is (laughs) uh ticking down at a frightful speed so we need to get on what we're going to do quickly go through the results catch up so you know the context of what we're going to talk about then we're going to dive in and give you our our jovial look at all of the action um so northern diamonds played western storm at Headingley. northern diamonds won by 105 runs Southern Vipers took on Sunrisers, and I'll be pleased to tell you, all the Sunrisers fans are pleased to know that they got a win, finally, in this competition. More on that in a bit. Sunrisers beat the Southern Vipers by 126 runs. Two other results to talk about. The Blaze beat the Central Sparks by 59 runs, and then the Southeast Stars crushed the Thunder, or rather rumbled the Thunder, with a 131-run win. Now, Seth, there's only one place I want to start with this, and that's the Sunrisers-Southern Vipers match.
0: Of course. What were your
1: meanings? I always say that word for some reason on that game.
0: Abtahar Maksud is a gun bowler.
1: That's what we're done, mate. That's
0: all that needs to be said about that game. Now, obviously, there's so much more to be said, but uh, that was, yeah... She spanned the Sunrises to victory essentially. Five wickets, only conceded 30 runs from her uh, 9.2 overs. And, you know, it is it is difficult sometimes entrusting nine, 10 overs to a spinner in a one day match. Because if they're expensive, if they're not, can't find their groove, can't find their rhythm, they're very easily looking at going upwards of eight, nine runs and over. But Maxoud bowled tightly. She bowled tightly because sometimes you can see that, that tight bowling to take wickets, right? But she did not do that. She was given a good platform to defend. Let's not take that away from the batters. Um, under 19 captain Grace Scrivens. She had a, an incredible preseason. She continued that form into the proper season. Half century and also Jodie Grucock, dismissed for 69. As someone that, you know, is a bit of a self proclaimed Sunrises supporter, Ollie. You must be buzzing.
1: Well, it was the first time, I think, the first time ever that all of the Middlesex affiliated clubs were victorious on the same weekend. And it's the kind of thing where you think, "Oh, that shouldn't be that much big of a deal." But when you think about how long it has been since sunrises were first announced, and how this is the first win they've in the Rachel Haven Trophy, and how they've only ever had one other victory, and that was one time in the Charlotte it was Cup last year. It's been a long time coming for the team. And I guess I get testament to the to the staff in the backroom team that have facilitated this kind of progression that we've seen. But also take nothing away, because they, they earned it against a really strong Southern Vipers team that have, what, three England internationals in their ranks? Three or four? And that's the kind of pedigree that you would go into this thinking there's no chance they're going to get there. If they're going to break their streak, their losing streak it won't be against a team like the Southern Vipers. I mean, I myself, I realise the time is is ticking out quickly, and I hate, you know I hate publishing publicising my own work in this, uh, but I wrote a um, team of the week for this round of the Rachel Hayflin Trophy. And, uh, no, sorry, I wrote a a preview for the Southern Vipers, team preview before the competition started, and I was reading this thinking, okay, well, yeah, they're a really good team, this, that and the other, they've got a walk-in Victory first up against Sunrisers just to get them into the swing of things, and they can maybe mount a title challenge early season, obviously. But of course, what happens when I write that? The exact opposite happens, and Sunrisers get their first victory at the 23rd time of asking. So, note to me don't ever try and predict things, no matter how much I think I know stuff. I definitely don't. But uh, on the whole, a great day for for the Sunrisers, and I dare say the Southern Vipers, they'll be disappointed but they might be quite happy to see the, the Sunrise are back up there and now competing on, on a level with the best teams in the league. Definitely. It is great to see. And it's great to see
0: that the competitive and the competitiveness has increased. You know, you've got a team, like you say, a team that struggled greatly last year against one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league last season. Uh, so it's great to see. It's great to see. Now moving on, we've yeah. only got four minutes left, so we need to get a bit of a move on here. Uh, well, let's go over to, to the Southeast Stars. Let's go down to Old Trafford. And this was a bit of a dominant victory as well. I don't know how many people predicted this. You know, batting batting first yeah. stars. 334. First inning score. Incredible. Incredible scenes. Huge. And uh yeah,
1: Paige Schofield.
0: Let me I want to hear your thoughts on her on Her century.
1: I mean, 111 of 19 itself is impressive enough. Then you take into account just the sheer quality that they were going she was going up against that the Thunder have at their disposal. You got what Kate Cross, I Hartley, Tara Norris, first five from the WPL. Definitely thought that myself and didn't steal that from you, Seth. <laughs> uh, you have uh, Emma Lamb. I mean, that's a uh, Deandra Dottin as well. I mean, that's a uh, Star studded bowling lineup, if I've ever seen one. And not only did she just smack 100 off that, it was the fact it was 111 not out, so they couldn't even dislodge out after all of that. And also, it was just the kind of the brutality of it because 11 fours and 11 fours and five sixes in it. And it still sort of just made a mockery of the format, really. Because we'll go on to talk about the Northern Diamonds, they've done a similar thing. But if this is a sign of things to come, then this is going to be like sort of the hundred on steroids if you're not careful, and it will just sort of be. I'll just get overwhelmed by how much how much cricket is going on. That's that's too exciting. So, yes,
0: yeah, uh, we must get a move on. We've got two and a half minutes left, uh, so let's move on to the aforementioned Northern Diamonds. And you know, you're talking about players just making a mockery of the bowling attack. There are two players in this opening innings, especially for Northern Diamonds, who basically did just that. Beth Heath and Chloe Tryon, it, it's just mm-hmm. an incredible feat, you know. Beth Heath yep. it only took her thirty-eight balls to hit her seventy-one. That is just incredible. Like it's just ridiculous, even saying it. it it's an incredible innings. It is just, yep. you know, and and Chloe Tryon as well, sixty-three off of just thirty-six. You know, yep. seven seven sixes between them seven of the 23 sixes that were hit in this round, which is actually 50% of the sixes that were hit in the entirety of last season's competition. So Enough. it is just crazy. Uh, another shout out to Lauren Winfield Hill with her 75 at the top of the order. A real anchor innings in that in that game. Um, Western Western Storm in reply. Not great, not bad. Fran Wilson top scored with a run of ball 43, but a good innings from Katie Le- Levick, who, as we say, as we were saying previously, those ba- those batters made it seem it wasn't going to be a bowlers day, but she managed to end up with four foot as we go into the final minute and we've got one more game to talk about. And we can dedicate a whole minute to it. We will try and be better with our timings, but it was <laughs> a winning de- it was a winning debut for the Blaze at Trent Bridge. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh Ollie, you caught some of this one, I believe. Yes, uh, Tammy Beaumont does what she does, 60-77 at the top of the innings. What you expect, really, from someone of her pedigree and with that sort of the, the weight of runs she scored for England? But to be honest, they'll go into that second innings thinking they haven't really got enough on the board. 212 all-outs isn't really what they were looking for, given the weight of runs scored elsewhere. But it was uh, uh, really, it's, I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly, Lucy... Higgum's world, I am Higgum, and we're just living in it. She finished with figures of uh get this five for nineteen with a conning rate of one point nine from her ten overs. And she just took the game away from people got the starts in the in the Central Sparks innings, but she just proved too too good in the end, as they sort of made the sparks, dimmed the sparks to a 59 run win to make it a terrible cliche. Holding on time, Seth. We're done, that's it. The time is gone. We've gone, okay.
0: Well,